What is up, you guys? How are you doing? This is your host, Kayla Nelson, with another episode of Perfectly Scarred. And I am just so excited to be here uh, talking to you guys again. I know it's been a while, but that's okay because I got a lot to make up. I got a lot of catching up to do, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do in this episode. I'm just going to catch up with y'all and see how y'all doing and also just give y'all like a little update of about what perfectly scarred is where the direction we're going um and what god has been speaking to me and also what i believe the lord has put on my heart for all of y'all so in this episode we're going to be talking about release have you released it yet you see the title it says have you released it yet um have you I'm just asking, like, have you released whatever that thing is that God has been telling you to let go? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about today, because I just want you to know I need to let go of some things, too. And that is what I have been doing for the past couple months um, since I dropped the last episode um, in this season. I don't know. God is just he, he is really just doing a work in me. That's all I can say. And really just tightening up those ends in which I did not know need tidying, tidying, I said tidying, but tightening. (laughs) I didn't know they need tightening, but um, he's really been taking, you know, me and just showing me and revealing the things that I need to work on for myself. And I know that in order to grow with perfectly scarred in the direction that and the vision that I see it, I know that, you know, this is not only for me, but it's also for you guys. It's the listeners. So, you know, taking this time, yeah, it seems it's not consistent. It's not as consistent as I thought I would be. But in this, I'm learning more about myself in which initially me growing is better for y'all. You know, it's better for me, number one. It's better for my relationship with God. But it's also better for you all. It's also, it's just better for you guys um, and what y'all are getting from me, you know, because it's not coming from a, a dry place. It's coming from a place that's overflowing. And so that's the best thing, you know. So anyway, I wanted to ask that question, like, have you released it? You know, what is that thing that, you have been holding on to that, whether it's a relationship, whether it is, you know, a friendship. Um, I just kind of wanted to tell you a little bit about me, like more about me. Um, you know, what I've been releasing myself and for me. So basically, God has allowed me the space and the opportunity to really let go of the things that I have been holding on to, which has hindered me from moving forward completely into what he has called me to do. And so I'm just going to tell you, like the beginning of this year was that aha moment for me, like (laughs) Kayla. I've been trying to show you this this whole time and you just have not seen it. Basically, that's my that's my conversation with God. It was he was just telling me like, I'm telling you, 
I'm, I'm telling you what to do. I'm telling you how to do this. And you, you ain't listen. And I'm hard headed y'all. Like you got to tell me a couple times in order for me to really, really, to really understand. And that's just the way that I work. That's how I'm wired. Um, but in that, all my perspectives, all my doubts, all my fears, everything was challenged last year. And I know that it happened because I put this platform together. And so, of course, the enemy doesn't want you guys to grow. They don't. He doesn't want the things that we talk about on this podcast to relate to anybody. He, anything good, you know, the enemy is not. He's not for it. So coming out with this really, it, it really was a spiritual battle for me last year. And I'm just being honest. Like I just, I questioned everything about myself. I questioned my walk. I questioned my desires. I questioned my church family. I questioned my, my family. I questioned everything that God had restored and is restoring. I was questioning I was questioning it all. And so I was questioning myself and literally it was by the grace of God and just me continuing to go to the altar. It is where I found my peace is where I found the truth and no longer allowing the enemy to play with my mind and play with what God was telling me. And, and so, and that happens, you guys, it, it does. And so we have to be aware, you know, about where we are mentally. I'm telling you, I just throughout last year, it was just a battle. And really, if, if I could be honest with you all, it was me, uh, dealing with rejection still. And I have an episode about rejection. If you, it's one of the first episodes of, of this season of healing because that's where we're still talking about y'all. Um, we're still talking about healing, but it was the first episode of, um, I think this season with Sister Rosalind, and that's, you know, she spoke she spoke into my life, you know, without even knowing she was speaking into my life. She spoke to y'all too, but really, I really understood. Okay, this is what. I've been dealing with and all last year I felt rejected and it just came out of nowhere like I get well it didn't come out of nowhere it's always been there (laughs) but it it felt like the first time where it came to the surface you know and so I had to deal with it head on it wasn't something that I could hide anymore because perfectly scarred is going to grow perfectly scarred is something that is special. It's anointed. It is It is the truth. It's what God wants you to know about yourself. Like you can be, you can be in the messiest situation, but when God gets a hold of your life and turns it around, it is a testimony to show how good and how faithful and how merciful and how gracious I could go on and on and on our Lord is. And he can take the messiest situation and turn it upside down. And you you don't even recognize the person. And that is why I desired to have some guests 
that I've had on in the past because when you hear their story and you see them, you would not think that they are where they are. You, you know, you wouldn't think that they, they're who they're, they are. Even when you look at me, you wouldn't think that I've been where I've been and I've done what I've done. But through his mercy and through his grace, he has done that. So, you know, God had to deal with me on that. He had to show me, look, are you my, you're my daughter. You're, you are mine. And no one, no one can take that away from you. And so you and he really just had to you better you better understand that your identity is in me. It's not in it's not in your accolades, it's not in your career, it's not in your family, it's not in your in your goals and dreams, it's not in your finances, it's not in your friendships, it's not in your relationships, it is solely in God. And so I had to understand that. And so I'm wondering, as I'm talking about that, do you relate to that? Like, can you relate to having to release the things that God has dealt with you on or God is trying to show you? Like, have you released that? Like, is that something that you're working towards in your journey? Because if you don't release it, then you can never go to the next season. You can never go to the next place that God has for you. And, and if you can't get to that next level, then you're going to struggle with who you are for the remainder of your life. And that's just the truth. So in that truth, there were three things and I'm go through them that God has helped me release in the last year, because one, I had to understand about releasing, like, I didn't know that I was even holding on to things. I didn't even know I was holding on to it, y'all. Like, and that's because I buried everything so deep and I just kept going and I just kept on striving to the next goal, the next place, the next area of my life where I wanted to, um, you know, succeed. And I didn't realize I was putting everything in and my value in my career. I was putting it in my relationships. I was putting it in my friendships. And I didn't realize that I was doing all that because you really don't. You don't realize you're doing that. So there are three areas that I hope that you can resonate with as I'm speaking about this that I had to intentionally go through and release the things that were de- I was dealing with because it was causing me not only just a lot of oh it was just weights you know when Roman in Romans it says let you know let go of those weights and and sins that so easily beset us but do we really let them go like are we really letting go of those weights that are so heavy to carry And Jesus told us that we shouldn't have to be burdened down with the yokes of this world. And he was the one that was going to take up that. He was going to carry that for us. But we're so easily, we're so easily distracted and we take on so many things. And it was just causing me to be overwhelmed. It was causing me to not know who I was. It was causing me to question myself. It was causing just 
so many mental problems I was just dealing with thinking that I wasn't good enough and I needed to do this or I needed this and I need this much money or I, I need to be here and I and I need to be in this relationship or or I don't need to be in no relationship. I need to be single and it, it, all these things I was dealing with and God was just like, Kayla, I just want you to focus on me. I just want you to get in my secret place. I just want you to spend time with me in my word. And when I cut all that off and when I released all that, I was able to get in the secret place. I was able to to pray like I used to and to really feel God and to hear him and to get into the word and actually study it and understand again what I was reading and so three areas in my life um one was my past I had to face my past and I had to understand you know my past is my past there are things that I'm not proud of and I was continuing to let those things speak to me until I started speaking back to it and we do that we let shame we let guilt we let fear tell us that we're not good enough because of what we've done and who we used to be but now it no longer has a voice in my head like when I hear those things I speak the word of God I speak affirmations I've learned I have scriptures and things that I say to myself that have just helped me throughout these last few months and just understanding that those voices are fake those voices are for felt like those voices if you they will rule your life and they're not even real telling you that you're not good enough because of what you've done when This whole time you've been faithful, you know, this whole time you have been coming to church and getting in God's word. You've been serving. You've been, uh, you know, doing the things that you used to not even want to deal with and do. And now you're doing them. You're spending time with God. You are doing all those things, but you still don't think that you're good enough. You still don't think that because you may not have the apostolic or church look and you may still be rough around the edges that it takes away from what God has done for you how he has healed you has he has he has helped you learn fruit and has he has allowed you to win battles that those silent battles and all those things mean nothing to you when you have those voices in your head. And so now I started to speak back to those voices that were telling me that I wasn't good enough. That was telling me that I would never amount to anything. That was telling me that no matter what I did, I'm still Lonnie's daughter and he had a mental illness and I'm going to have that too. And and it doesn't matter what I do for God. It, you know, those voices were demonic They were not true. It was false. It was fake. It was just the enemy trying to tell me those lies to get me off track because he sees who I truly am, you know, and sometimes look, y'all, you got to get, you got to get in prayer and you got to really tell the enemy to get off your back 
It says if you tell him to flee, he's going to flee. If there is nothing that he can, he has, he has nothing on me. It's not like he can say, oh, well, I'm going to tell so-and-so that he, the enemy doesn't have anything on me. I'm not doing anything. I'm being faithful. <laughs> you know, I'm going to church all the time. I'm not, I'm reading my word. I'm growing. I'm doing all these things and I'm allowing him to control me. You got to get some, some boldness in you and you got to tell the enemy he can go. And I'm saying it in a nice way, y'all. <laughs> but really, I had to get in my, my firm voice in prayer. And I had to rebuke him. And I had to rebuke those thoughts. And I had to, you know, speak life into my life. And I had to speak about who I am and who God has created me to be. And that He, I am an overcomer. I'm no longer just a survivor. But I've, I've, had, I've went through it. I did. And it was ugly. It was not the prettiest. And if I could go back and change it, I don't even know if I would anymore. Because I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about people and how to love people through their mess. I've learned that. And that can never be taken away from me. If anything, it will help me. It will help me in ministry. It will help me do and love people better. It has helped me. And so despite my past and despite what I've done, I had to release it. And I'm speaking to whoever is listening and you're still holding on to your past. You're still holding on to that guilt and that shame. And you know what shame does? Somebody asked me about them, um, why they feel certain ways about their body or something. And it goes back to when Adam and Eve shame it, nothing has changed. It's nothing new is, you know, nothing new is under the sun. And so with shame and guilt, it makes you hide. And so if people are doing things that they're not supposed to be doing and you see them, and I see this often where they really don't, they don't want to come to church. They don't want to be around people that are in church because they're ashamed. They're ashamed. And that's what shame will do to us. But as we come into Christ, as we come into this relationship with Christ and we are trying to get our life together, well, our past and the shame that comes with it still sticks. And so we try to hide ourselves. We try to hide who we truly are and what God has done for us because we're we're ashamed and we're still holding on to that shame and that guilt. And so that is one of the things that you have to release, you have to release that shame. You have to pray and ask God to show you and then release it. Ask God to help you release it. And you have to start walking in, in understanding the blessing that he has given you in order to be saved. I had to be lost in order to receive salvation. I have to be lost. Like that is the formula for salvation. In order to be, I had to be lost. So it didn't matter if I was always growing up in church, I was always in church, or if I was in the world, when I come into agreement that I want to live for God and I choose God and I choose, you know, and I, I'm baptized in Jesus name and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost and I'm now walking, I'm re- I repented for my sins and I'm walking this thing out with God and I'm praying and I'm fasting. 
I'm doing all those things. When I come into agreement with that, then that shame needs to leave. That shame is no longer, it it does not have a place in your heart anymore. It shouldn't, but we keep it going because we think that, oh, you have to do, 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 do in order to be saved. But you already did the hard part. Now it's just sticking to it and getting into and being discipled and walking into this thing. And so my past was really one of the things that I really held on. And I it didn't come out until last year, y'all. Like, as I'm going through this, I was, it hit me. Like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And it just mentally, I was drained and I could not think. I wanted to quit so many times. I wanted to just run away. I just wanted to hide. But there is something great on the inside of me. And I'm not done. Like, this is just the beginning. And so I had to move past it. And I had to release my past in order to in order to do what God was calling me to do. So the next thing I had to release and I had to be intentional about releasing was my relationships. I know it sucks. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I'm sorry if you don't use that language. I, I apologize, but it 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 hurts to lose people that you love and you have grown in um in community with it it really does do something to you and so i had to release a few relationships one in particular which was not growing um this relationship it was a friendship it was something that i was just holding on to Thinking that things were going to change, thinking that things were going to get better, thinking that I could help him or, you know, and it's and it's just not romantic relationships, y'all. This this part that most of us have to release could be friendships. It could be family situations. It could be. And I had to release some of them people, too. Like I've had to go down and, and just do and, and say who needs to know things about my life and who doesn't? Because when I started to give access to people who no longer deserve the access or prove themselves to not de- not deserve the access by violating my trust, I would say, um, those who I thought were my friends but really wasn't, and those who were not going in the same direction. So I've I had to release some friendships. I've had to release, uh, expectations for family members. I, you know, I just, I just had to do that because it was not helping me. I was not bringing value to my life and not saying that a person is not valuable and that I know not saying that, but if a relationship is when I get away from you and I feel drained and I feel exhausted because I've, helped you so much like I'm literally the person that you dump everything on and I don't say anything or I don't do anything because I'm trying to help you and thinking that I'm a good friend but really we're not even talking about growth we're not even talking about purpose like we're not talking about nothing and I don't want that no more like <laughs> like you know, and so I had to start spending less time and really 
with my family. Like, and that goes for with your family because you come in an agreement with God. And when you choose a relationship with him, you have to understand that God is the, the main focus. Like, and he believes in family. Like he, like that is one of the things that's important to him. But he also said, forsake your mother and father. You know, he also said that you're going to have to leave behind the mindsets of your family and the, um, and I know it seems like, oh, well, that's contradicting to what, what you just said, Caleb. Well, Abraham had to move away from his family. God told Abraham to get out of the land of your family and I'm going to give you land and I'm going to build you. I'm going to give you a family. I'm going to do that. But family is still important to God because Abraham had to take care of his family. Abraham was the protector. He was the provider. He had to make sure that he did what he was supposed to do so that he could provide for his family. You know, and when he disobeyed, you know, there were consequences, but the Lord told him, you got to move away from your father's land. Like you got to get out. And, you know, and he had to, he did that. And sometimes we have to get from up under our family's perspectives and, and mindsets. Even if, even families who have been in church for a long generations, they can still be toxic, uh, toxic mentalities that are not healthy for us. And we need to go back to God and we need to find out, okay, God, what do you say about this? What does this mean? Because I know some families who are just mean, like all of them, like none of them are nice. (laughs) And I mean, my family is a mess too, but, but I'm saying like, my family, we, we're not that affectionate. We argue like that is, that is a part of the, um, the communication style in my family. And so God is like, Kayla, you can't entertain that. Like you can't, you need to learn. So now I'm learning how to argue. Well, I'm learning how to listen. Well, it's hard for me. It really is. But this is what God is telling me to do because yes, all my life I've known to argue all my life. I've known to, I need to prove myself, right? How many of us try to do that? Well, that's learned behavior. And some of those things are not healthy when trying to build your own family and trying to live, you know, some of us have divorce in our family and it's a, it's a generational thing. And it's like, okay, okay, God, well, that's not, that's not what you want for us. So let me, let's go back to learning about marriage. Let's go back to learning about singleness. Let's let, let me get this right so that I don't end up in divorce, that I don't end up being a single mother. And the only way I want to be a single mother is if my husband die, that is it. I don't want, you know, and so it ain't, it's not by choice, you know? So, so those are some of the things that you know, I had had I've had to let go and release in that aspect of relationships. It's not only was I dealing with the situation ship, you know what those are, um, that wasn't growing, it wasn't going anywhere, and it was just hindering me from really experiencing a healthy relationship with not only God but another person. Like, how can I 
expect God to bring, to send me a man of God who I truly respect and honor and want to love and build a friendship with and walk in purpose with if I can't let go of this thing that's in its place, you know? And so God's not going to send you, you can't get a new car. If the, if you got one car garage and you try, you can't fit another car in that garage, you got to take the car out. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to remove it. So, you know, that was one of the things that wasn't, that was the second thing that God, you know, I had to release. Um, so my desires, my perspectives, um, I wanted to go get my master's. I have, have always wanted to get my master's. I've, that was one of the things that I thought would, um, not only help me in my career, but it, but it will bring me value. And so I, I put value and school and education and all those things. And we do that. We put them, oh, that's success. Well, actually it's not, you know, that's the world's success. But with God, he can take me so much higher. He can take me farther than, and a, than a master's degree could ever take me. And so I had to give that up. I had to give that desire up I had to give I've given my desires to him and I'm like okay God this 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 what I want but I know you said to do this so I'm gonna do this your way and I just and that's what I want to do and I've submitted that to him in the event that you know I am given what I need and satisfied you know with him which I will be it's just a process that we go through because we got to grieve what we're releasing. We got to grieve it. And I had to grieve my wants and my desires and understand that it, God does not care about my degrees. He does not care about how many promotions I get. He does not care about none of that. He cares about me understanding who I am in him, me loving people, me winning people to God me showing people the heart of Christ. That's, he cares about that. You know, he doesn't care about what I do in the world. Like we can't take none of that with us, but he will ask us, okay, what did you do with the time that I gave you? Were you so caught up in your own wants and your own desires or were you caught up in my kingdom? And so I want to be caught up in God's kingdom. (laughs) You know, and so I just had to make that decision. I had to release it. My perspectives on in that has changed. And I released those, um, those negative perspectives of myself that I had. Um, I recently started working back out and it's a process and I'm being patient with myself, but I used to give up because I'm like, well, I don't see progress. But when I work out, I'm a better person. My perspective has changed with working out. And so it's no longer, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. No, I'm trying to just be healthy. I just want to be healthy. I just want to be healthy and happy with myself. And I know that when I work out, I'm I'm happy. You know, I'm a happier person. I'm a more lovable person. I'm not so worried about my image because I don't I don't feel overweight. I feel good um, when I work out. So my perspective had to change. The way that I eat, my perspective had to change. I had to release um, that that emotional eating 
um, and that unhealthy eating. I was just eating everything. I had to release that and know and I had to understand and gain wisdom like, okay, what you put in your body, that's why you feel so bad, you know. And so you feel bad about yourself because you're not filling your body with good things. So eat some kale, eat some salad, eat some green beans, eat, get that fresh, that fresh fruit and cut you up a pineapple and, and feel good about yourself, you know? Um, so release that, release that. If you, if you overeating and stuff, change the perspective, understand that your body, you only have one temple. This is what I had to understand. I only have one temple temple okay i need to treat it as that i have one temple if i don't pay, if i don't sacrifice and push some things aside drink some water i it baffles me how many people don't drink water like i'm like you don't drink water i drink like 86 ounces a day like that if I don't drink water, I'm going to be looking crazy because my head is pounding and I'm dehydrated. But if but people don't drink water you and you wonder why your face breaking out. You wonder why you mad because your face breaking out, but you don't drink water. You keep drinking Cokes. You keep drinking sweet tea. You keep drinking all these things that are not healthy for you. You don't take vitamins. You don't do anything. You're not taking care of your temple. You're not taking care of your temple. So you have to change it and you have to understand, okay, this is my temple. I'm taking care of it. I'm doing what I got to do. And that's it, you know? And so I had to release those, those negative perspectives. I had to release those negative thoughts about myself and my desires. I had to release it and align it to what God wanted for me. And so I want to end with this, like releasing is intentional. It requires you to actually think about what it is that's keeping you from really being the woman or man that God created you to be. And this year, I know that God is calling us to a higher, like higher, and he's calling us deeper. He's calling us to dig deeper with him in our relationship. And he's calling us so to be free so that we can help others be free because I can't help you if I'm not free, you know? And so, you know, this episode, I really was just getting back into it. Like I just, I wanted to talk about release because really that is truly where I am. Like I had to really release those three areas, those three things. And the things that I've said, like, that is what I've been doing. Like that is the work that I'm doing in order to be the woman of God that God has called me to be, because this is a journey for me and I haven't gotten it right all the time. And I'm, I'm, I'm a mess up, but that's all right because there's grace and, you know, and, and God is, he's so faithful to me. He understands like how he understands that Kayla is a mess. She's an overthinker. She will continue to think, 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 and just not do. And then when she finally, it's like, it finally clicks, it's like, okay, God, I understand. He's like, I've been waiting on you. <laughs> He's so patient with us. And so, you know, I want to leave you with this scripture. I want you to go look it up because what God, if you're listening to do to this, I believe that God is wanting you to release some things. I believe that you have things 
or you know somebody that's dealing with you know some hurt and some pain um and just needing a refreshing like needing a word um and so Isaiah 43:19 it says look I'm about to do something new even now it is coming do you not see it indeed I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert the Lord is doing something new in your life and in order for you to receive it you have to let the old go you have to release the past you have to release your old relationships you have to release your old desires and negative perspectives you have to release those things because he wants to do something new for you. He wants to do something new for your family. You haven't seen it. You've never seen it. That's why you got to get close to God because you've never seen this happen before. You've never seen healing this way before. You've never seen families operate the way that God desires them to operate. And you have to get close to him. You're not going to see it right away, but it's okay because it's a promise that if you get close to him, he's going to feel you. He's going to help you. He's going to satisfy you, but you got to release what you're holding on to because it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. And then you're going to grow frustrated because your expectations of God have went unmet. And so I just wanted you to know, like, understand that God, he will make a way for you. He is the way in the wilderness. He makes rivers in the desert. So when it's thir- when you're thirsty and when you're hungry, he feeds you. He he brings you water. He he feels that thirst. And he does that. And so even though it seems like a wilderness, he's with you. He's for you. And I had to learn that for myself. And I hope that in this episode that you think about that. I'm a, I'm look I'm telling y'all, I, I, this is one of the things that I had to do and I'm doing, I can't stress it enough. Like you have to do this in order to be free. Like you have to understand what you went through, understand who you are, that it's no longer on you. You don't have to deal with it. Stop allowing the enemy to speak those lies into your life and talk back, get in the word talk back, read the word back. Even if it's a cup, say Jesus. That's a, you know, say, say Jesus. The devil is a lie. You a lie devil. You know, speak to him like that. It's all right. You know, y'all didn't know I was a little, you know, thuggish, but that's okay. That's just, you know, Hey, but anyway, if you enjoyed this episode and it resonated with you and where you are in your walk, Please go down to the bottom and just hit those five stars for me and share with a friend. Um, Get this conversation out. We need to know more about being perfectly scarred. And there are more guests coming. There are more conversations coming. And I'm just excited about what God is going to do in this year. So um, thank you for supporting the podcast and and the ministry so far. And y'all be blessed. And I will see and talk to y'all soon.